<laughs> Welcome to the Way of Love podcast, and this is my first episode. I'm super excited. Today we have our guest Sean Over, and、uh, this is actually, believe it or not, this is actually the first time that we have met. Yes, <laughs> and and it's so cool、uh, how God works.、Um, basically,、uh, Chad Turner, Pastor Chad Turner, connected us. And we're both movie buffs, so basically, Sean called me the other day, and we just chopped it up movies, and we're gonna share each other's story. Like, long story short, he's like, "What's your story?" Yeah. <laughs> like, where do I even start?、Yeah. <laughs> I just met you. Oh, I haven't actually I haven't met you yet. And it's so cool to be able to hear your testimony, and、Thank、be able、you. to share mine, and and just connect through through the Lord, and yeah, it's so powerful. And、hmm. so I'm really glad to have you on today, brother. Yeah, thank you, thank you for having me.、Yeah. You're right; it's powerful to connect through the Lord. It's also very real. It's very real. You know, that's that's just something I, I appreciate more and more about my relationships. I have a lot of believers that are friends and family members, and that is the foundation for everything. Yes,、you know? yes, that's a beautiful thing. Mm. So,、mm. thank you for having me on. This is so exciting. I'm so pumped. Yes, <laughs> I could tell. Yes, big smile. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So, first question. All right,、so、just tell tell us tell us about your story. Yeah, thank you for asking.、Um, so, my story is a、uh, knowing. I would say knowing about God all of my life, and I I I wouldn't necessarily doubt that I'd been saved from an early age,、mm -hmm. and I mean four or five years old.、Um, but really, not understanding what the relationship with God means. And while I say that. Of course, that's something I think we will literally spend eternity in heaven, further、uh, establishing a, a, a deep understanding of what that really means. Because、yes. God is eternal, yeah, and I believe each and every individual character of God's is eternal, and you could just mine those depths for eternity.、Um, <clears throat> but having said that, even at a superficial level, I had very.、Uh, Limited understanding, and in fact, probably worse than that. I would say, looking back now at most of my Christian journey, I really misinterpreted God and what a relationship with Him is.、Mm. Not consciously understanding this, but more、uh, intuitively understanding or misunderstanding the relationship to be: I do for God, He does for me. So I follow his rules. I stay out of trouble. I repent when I get it wrong, and he gives me what I want. It's a really messed up view of God and a relationship.、Mm. So over time, because that was completely off, and I built on that understanding, I became resentful and bitter because actually God was not giving me what I wanted, and if he had, that would have been even worse. But I ended up having internalized a lot of this. I became resentful, isolated, bitter, made life choices based on those emotions,、mm -hmm. having put myself in a position of guarding my own heart, and、um, ended up making some really bad choices, man,、mm -hmm. and、uh, got some addictions, and I couldn't get free of them for a very long time,、mm -hmm. even with help. And understand,、right. I was still reading my Bible, not daily, but I was still reading my Bible, going to church, praying.、Oh. Um, but for me, those things were going through the motions, as if adjusting my behavior would satisfy God, and through that satisfaction, He would come to me 
and be my father. Mm. That's kind of where I was coming from. Right, um, like through good works. Through good works. Yes. Even though I never believed that good works are in salvation I be, um, or justification, I yeah. did believe essentially without realizing it right. that it earned sanctification mm -hmm. or, or just a, a close closeness you, with him. Right. You can work your way to get closer right. to God. And the way that he would show me, son, I love you. I'm proud of you was by giving me what I wanted. Mm. Um, and so that's where the bitterness and, and resentment came from, that misunderstanding, that misinterpretation and saying, hey, what gives? I'm following the rules and I'm not getting the work I like. I, I'm not succeeding in school. I'm not getting a girlfriend. You know, you're not here. So um, mm -hmm. after years of that and, and getting some help and, and getting counseling and um, having Christian fellowship, um, I did eventually get to a point where I adjust the behavior. I wasn't what's the word, maliciously disobedient at, at that point. And I had a couple of years under my belt of, of good behavior, but I knew nothing internal had changed. Mm. I just didn't want the consequences of my sin. Wow. Which, so it's like convenient, like, right. Like, yeah, I like, didn't, I didn't. Well, and I guess it was a little bit more than that by the grace of God. I didn't like that my sin hurt other people. I was deeply ashamed of that. Right. I did okay, not okay. want to hurt yeah. anybody. Yeah. I certainly didn't want to bring trouble on myself. But I also came to a point of realizing that's only going to keep my behavior in check for so long. Mm. I know myself. I'm going to screw up again. Mm. And so one night, um, I'm praying to the Lord, just thinking, God, I'm tempted to return to these old patterns. I don't want to do that. It's going to be disaster. But I have done everything I know to do. I've taken biblical principles and I've, I've applied them to the best of my ability with all of my strength. And I know I'm going to fail. Like the clock's ticking on when Sean runs out of uh, what what do you might call this like, a good run of behavior. Yeah. Which I don't mean to downplay that. That was by the grace of God. Yeah, yeah. But the heart change wasn't there, and I came to realize, mm. you know what, God? And this is one specific night I remember. I just need sleep, man. I'm so exhausted. Would you just? I said, God, would you just be with me in a way that I actually I actually can feel your presence? And then I can rest. And then maybe tomorrow, when the temptations come again, I'll at least be strong enough to take up the fight again, which is still the wrong thinking. You could probably hear it in that. But that was the prayer. Wow. I said, God, what if I just expect nothing of you except your presence? I'm just asking. And you expect nothing of me. Exactly. Except I, I just want a relationship with you. That's just, essentially what I yeah, said without, and I even get this. I even thought power. that could be a simple prayer, so I repented in advance. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, in advance. Yeah, I wow. said, God, I'm sorry if this is wrong, but I think oh. I need this. And if I'm wrong, just correct me. Right. But I just need your presence. Right, I just need right. to feel you're here and not just know about it. Mm -hmm. Understanding that not all the time we feel his presence, but I, I had not to that point in my life. Mm. You know, I was in my 30s. Wow. And so, so I had about 30 years of walking with the Lord with, Pretty, yeah. Ever, yeah, I, I hear you here. I believe it cognitively. I haven't experienced it, so none of the words of the scripture actually had context besides do's and don'ts. Right. It's like you logically know, like these right. are the rules to, like these are the principles you follow. Right. And and it's hard because it takes a lot of personal will for you to like fight through all the temptations and right. And yeah. So what happened that next? So I was just praying and praying and praying. And I actually uh, have a very 
um, active imagination. And so I thought, you know, I could use that as long as it's not a sin and just paint a scene where God and I are together just to help me meet him there, you know? And I thought, man, that's, even in the moment, I thought, God, this sounds kind of silly, but I'm, I'm going to try this. I've never tried it before. So worst, worst could happen. Nothing. Right. I fell asleep praying that way and just thinking, okay, God's with me. I'm with God. God's with me. I'm with God. And I woke up and the first thought came to my mind was, God, I want the life you gave me. And my heart was just so filled with joy. Wow. And I thought, whoa, I'm not even thinking about the temptations, let alone trying to fight them off. I'm just like, yes, God, you're here. You love me. And just for several weeks, it just went on where I just, I felt such joy. I literally drove to work singing praise songs Mm -hmm. spontaneously. I'm not a good singer. (laughs) And nothing of my circumstances changed. Now, circumstances weren't bad. It was this internal battle that was driving me crazy. I was so filled with anxiety and self-consciousness and Mm self-condemnation and doubt and guilt and fear. And even though the behavior was in check for a good stretch of time, it almost didn't matter. You know what I mean? For the internal change. It sounds like you are using your willpower to hold all those negative emotions and to like really work your way through. And then what happens was God entered your heart. Yes. And it's inside out. Like now, like you're just, you're yes. in love with God and you generally want to, to, right. to do those positive things and to change your life because they changed from the inside first. That's, that's exactly it. That's so powerful. It's almost like if, if you could imagine you've been, <clears throat> you've only ever known junk food. You've never had a homemade meal. Mm. Um, it's never been fresh. It's never been healthy. Right. But you don't even know the alternative exists. So when you're hungry, what do you do? Grab a Big Mac. Right. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. That's what you know. Um, but then one day you have a, a T-bone steak. And salad and potato and I don't know. Maybe there's someone listening to this and goes, that sounds gross. But whatever your favorite meal is. (laughs) And not only does it taste better, you feel changed. Like you feel energized, stronger, healthier. It's almost, you could even say if you've ever felt dehydrated. And then you have a big drink of cool water. (sighs) Mm. That's what it was. That's my soul. Yes. 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 Like God just felt filled that void or um like yes. that the thirst of your soul and is yes and it just poured out like love yeah. the water yes yeah and it was like an ointment as well mm. and it i just and so um not long after that um i started to i had a mentor but it was professional um counseling um that came with my former job for a time um and i wasn't the only one but um mm he shared a testimony that was just amazing to me. And I felt God say, ask this man to be your spiritual father Mm. because he had such similar experiences. Discipleship. Yeah. And his method of discipleship, which could be a whole other podcast. Right. But we just connected for now. We connected and I thought, you know what? This man knows how to help me stay. And I'll, I'll just call it what it is. It's abiding in the Lord. So now when I pick up the word, now when I go to church, now when I sing a praise song, it's not just, I'll do this so I don't get in trouble so that God will be happy enough with me to give me what I want. Mm. I have God. He has me. That's right. 
and the rest is worship. Now, hey, yes. still hear me. I struggle. You know, I sin still. Um, not the same addictive behavior, uh-huh. but I still make mistakes. Um, I have, and this is the other piece, the repentance is at a deeper level. It's not just I did something I thought or my attitude was out of check. And and it's, I don't know, you would understand. I, I don't mm-hmm. know how many people will understand. That's really ugly. God, I'm so sorry. Yes, yes. And it's not like you know taking the dog and yeah. putting his nose in the pu- the piddle on the floor or whatever. It's not malicious. It's I get it. son, this is what happens when you have that thought or attitude. Mm-hmm. It's actually very damaging to your relationship with, say, you know, I have I have two children. Say, my son, mm-hmm. and I go, whoa, I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. and I can tell you now the change that follows because it's not okay where's the biblical principle and i will do that's great they exist for a reason the proverbs are there for a reason and instead of i do it god i need you i need you to transform me thank you for helping me recognize that i get i'll just give a a practical example i get frustrated when my son doesn't listen Mm. well a lot of people can relate to that Mm -hmm. but for me this is that's a serious matter and I'm hearing from God, if you do that, your son feels it. That matters. And I go, God, I can't change. God goes, you're right. Right. God, I'm so sorry. That is totally the wrong attitude. You don't treat me that way. I receive your forgiveness. Please change me, and let's get at the root. What is the root? Take some conversation with my mentor. Takes prayer. Takes reading yeah. the word, yeah. but I'm not doing this on my strength. I'm seeking Christ. Yep. And then pretty soon, yeah. that exact same scenario that really triggered me just happened, and I'm yeah. totally cool. Yeah. And I go, thank you, God. You yeah. changed me. I can count on that. It's real. It is real. Yeah. It's real. Wow, there's there's a lot there. Um, I can totally relate your that, that story and what you're saying. It's the Holy Spirit in you. Yes. And and um, like your soul, their soul will be sad if you um, like kind of like track off course. Because now after the right. new experience with God, that love, it's like the, the compass is being realigned, readjusted. Yep. And it's like, no, no, you have a higher sensitivity about when mm. your soul is off track. And when, when it does, like, you know, like you will feel a different level of sadness and right. the depth because through the Holy Spirit and we get to um, really feel the... I guess the, the severity and like yeah. of sin, like how sad God is yeah. when we do sin, and and also that love that you will be able to um, pour out to your son. It's like I, it, it reminds me of that quote um, of the, in the Bible: um, "We love because we are loved." Yes. yes, and it's through that the the gift that we receive from Christ, from God, and we're able to just pour that love out to other people. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's I think what worship is. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the pastor who said this, um, John Piper. Oh, yeah, and he was addressing a specific question. He has a lot of followers, you know, he gets mail and messages, questions, and stuff all the time. And somebody asked something that had been on my mind for a while what is in, in almost just one word, what are we here to do? Is it, is it to, um, produce fruit? Mm. Is it to evangelize? Like, there's a lot of overlap in those things. But 
he's Piper in specific. He's very good at nailing things down specifically. And yes. I believe within within the context of the Bible. So his answer was to respond with a question, well, what will we be doing for an eternity? Like starting now, uh-huh. here and in heaven, what will we always be doing when we're loving the Lord? He said, worship. Mm. And I thought, of course, whether I'm evangelizing or producing fruit or repenting, that's worship because I'm so filled with love for the Lord. His love that's has enough. so filled my, my heart that that is, that is the new natural response. Mm. And it's just like um, Paul said that, well, first of all, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Mm. So I don't subscribe to this. I'm a recovering addict. Now, that may be for a season, and you may need to have checks in place to help yeah, yourself, right. but you're totally free. Oh, you're free. You're yeah. free. Yeah. The I, other thing is he who satisfies the desires of the Spirit does not satisfy the desires of the flesh. Mm. So there's nothing in there about... I'm not going to sin, I'm not going to sin, I'm not going to sin. You know, man, brother, if that's you out there, there's a better way. Yeah. 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 It's called surrender. (laughs) Mm. Surrender. That's the big, that's a big one. Yeah. 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 It's like really leaning on God. Yes. And trusting. Yeah. And that's just been coming up in my life too recently, just the deeper Mm. sense of surrender. Because after my encounter with God, also felt the love. Of God, yeah, and I realized, oh God, I can trust you. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah. Like I don't have to figure it out on my own. Right. I don't have to 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 will my way to work through. Like right. I, there would be still work, but the work is different. Yes. The work is not like oh, I gotta do this. Like I gotta right. better myself. But right. let's know, like no, like because now I want to. Yeah, and it's again it's that change right. of heart. Right. Yeah, and that's what I think we're so thirsty for. And, and again, mm. I still make mistakes. You know, I've probably made a dozen today. Mm. But it is it is a change of heart, and you yes. see the difference. And I know people in my life that, um, and I, I would attest, especially to um, some close friends and, and, and my wife. I'm not going to share their testimony for them. But I will say I have seen when they go, something needs to change, you know. Yeah. And they'll, they'll maybe open up with that, and they'll pray and ask for help. And I watch them change, and I say, wow. You've changed. And they kind of go, I did? Wow. You know, they're not even... In fact, wow. so we love movies. Yeah. There's one that we watched, re-watched recent, recently um, called Hidalgo. Okay. It's about a, a horse uh, and a cowboy, um, and they do this cross-country race in the desert in Africa. And um, anyway, I'm, I'm probably getting some of those details wrong. It's okay. But this cowboy has uh, become an alcoholic. He's just yeah. severely depressed. He, you know, this is in the era of um, just after. Man, I, I, I wish I knew the dates. It's but a... he had delivered messages from the U.S. Cavalry to troops who took those orders. He didn't know it. It's not his fault. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is historical. Anyway, the orders were to massacre an entire Indian tribe, mm. and he just felt he grew up was adopted into that same tribe mm. and he of course he felt just terrible he had no idea what was happening he didn't have a hand in it yeah but um he watched over time as uh native americans were displaced murdered terrible terrible things happening 
and he couldn't do anything to stop it. Mm. And so his, his solution was to drink because he had this deep wound. Mm. So in that context, he, he goes and does this cross country race with his horse. Now they're both kind of old, you know, don't know if they could pull it off. Mm-hmm. He identifies with some people in that culture who are in slavery or there's just divisions in class. Yeah. And they begin to champion him because he can relate with them on that level. Even though he's, um, he's not by blood Native American, he grew up in that tribe. And so he can identify with people who are outcasts. Mm. And they begin to cheer him on because he's actually beating the odds and, and hanging in in this race. And one day, this little boy who's like a helper to him picks up the flask yeah. and says, the cowboy forgot his drink. And I just thought, that's exactly what it is. He had what his spirit was made to desire in this connection with these people, you know, yeah. And it's not a Christian movie, and I'm not saying that we connect with people and that's, but, but the thing is when your soul is satisfied, you forget the things of the world. Wow. I, mean, I can yes. remember the temptations and how yes. I got there. That's not what I mean, but they've yeah. lost their appeal because yes. I know they're a yes. fake. Yes. It's fake. Yeah. It'll never bring reward. Mm. And when I satisfy myself in the Lord, the other amazing thing that the Holy Spirit does, as you know, he makes me more like himself. That's where the deeper layers of repentance come to. Wow. I'm going, this is incredible. This is a relationship with God. Yeah. How I miss that, I don't know. <laughs> but I hope the story encourages people to, you know what? It really is what I'm seeking. Even if I'm seeking some Amen. other thing. Amen. Even if it's sin, there's a desire behind that desire. Yeah. And yeah. if you satisfy that, the rest will change. Yeah. And the desire behind that desire is God. Yes. Yeah. God himself. Himself. Not just his blessing. His blessings are many, and he loves to bless. Oh, yeah. But he himself is it's far that, greater. It's that connection. Yes. It's that connection. It's, yeah. And we can chase money. We can chase relationships. Yeah. You name it. Every single road deep yeah. down the route is we're yeah. chasing that, the, the cause, like the... the, the the reason behind yeah it's it's god and we're looking for god yes and to fill that void but but you know sometimes it might just needs to for us to go through all of those paths and realize none of this works yes <laughs> and absolutely have, yeah like i I've, I've definitely looked everywhere like i was seeking right yeah i was seeking for something yes i was seeking i was seeking and then it, I, it took me to hit kind of like the bottom it's like well mm-hmm. why do i still feel like there's a like there's a void right and then it's when 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 i had my encounter with god is i realized oh like the whole reason i was looking back at my life at that moment as i looking back oh like the whole reason the real reason that I was sad throughout my like childhood throughout my life is not because well it, it plays a part about what happens externally right right like yes. parents leaving and all that yeah but deep down the real reason that I, the, that's causing my sadness because, mm-hmm. because I didn't know God. Yes. Because if I do know God, I know that there's an eternal peace, that there's yeah. immense amount of love that we all, we are so loved that beyond, it's literally like it's beyond what I can describe in like through just my words. Like, right. 
like it's being felt like you once yes. once, once somebody feels it there's a, a change of heart like the, yeah. it's just to, life is going to be totally different yeah and it's it's different even if the situation or circumstances are not different mm. um it does it does come through meaning their their character change is visible through their their work or their relationships but um actually a great movie to watch for this is amazing grace Oof. came out i don't know maybe about 10 years ago it's the true story of william wilberforce who campaigned in great britain for the um uh, or uh, against the slave trade mm -hmm. and so he uh was like the tip of the spear for that and america actually followed um but one of the things he campaigned before he was a believer and then he encountered jesus and he had such a change um, there's a very uh, there's a wonderful scene in there where he's talking with um, a butler, not a slave, but a butler, and he's saying, yeah. I, "I just I don't know what to do with all this energy. Mm. I have so much joy, and <laughs> and and yeah. what do I do?" And um, he shared the same thing with another friend who was in government, and he said, "Might I suggest you keep doing what you were doing?" And that's exactly what God wants. Mm. And I thought that's that's so perfect. Mm. And almost every story I've watched or read the better transformation is the one that's more evident as an internal transformation. If it's external, guy got the car, I don't care. Guy got his millions, so what? But the guy learned how to love others well, that's amazing. You know, like right. Ebenezer Scrooge, huh? you know? Yeah. He totally transformed and it was evident in the relationships. Mm. And that's, that's the kind of story that I think we're all drawn to. Yes. Really. Yes. You know, and as the verse comes to mind, what what does a man gain if or what the what does it I benefit a man? One. Yeah, yeah, if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's powerful. Um, what's the biggest lesson that God has taught you over the years? Ooh, the biggest lesson, man. I feel like what I'm learning now is to recognize the voices of doubt telling me huh. that's not real. It's not a real transformation. You didn't experience that. You're not actually better. Man, I can so relate to that. <laughs> yeah. It's just the enemy going, no, 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 no. And I'm like, really? You're yeah. scared, Satan. Okay. That's Satan. kind of exciting. <laughs> right. Well, I'm like, it's actually a confirmation that my friend Adam was telling me, like, you're hmm. like, it's a celebrate. Like, if you feel, if you ah. feel, like, if you feel the attack has been coming up, heavy on you it's like he's like celebrate because you're onto something yes <laughs> like the enemy is trying to stop yes from from what god is about to do right in your life absolutely yeah absolutely you know um i guess to answer your question more more precisely because that's that's the struggle that i'm experiencing more recently right but the the what i'm learning i was reading in colossians recently I want to say a handful of weeks ago and I'd read it before I just felt compelled to open up and thumb through and I'm reading God transformed us I think it's in Paul's introduction mm. called to be an apostle and he almost he has a very similar way of introducing his epistles um, called to be an apostle by the grace of the Lord saved by faith you know he's, he's saying similar things in this epistle and then he said, it pleased God to do this. 
and I've, I don't know how many times I've read this book. I've read that verse a bunch, but all of a sudden it just went, mm-hmm. it pleased God to rescue me. Whoa. It pleased God to set me free. It wasn't like, oh, Sean needs rescuing. I'm going to have to die for him. That's the only way. It is the only way. It pleased God. He went, I am so excited for when I win Sean's heart. <sighs> yeah. And I just went, he doesn't regret this. He doesn't look at a sin and go, oh, man, that was a really bad one. I don't know. Was it, was it worth it? No. It pleases him. What was that quote Jesus said? Um, it's like one sinner, like when one sinner. Yeah, like, the, the one sheep that goes astray. Yeah, I and mean, it comes back like yeah, all the angels in heavens yeah. are celebrating. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it, that's a beautiful lesson. Yeah, it, it blew me away. There's things that come alive now. And reading isn't just to read anymore. Now, sometimes, mm. to be perfectly honest, I'll, I'll pick open the Bible because I don't like where my thoughts are going or, or I'm just so distracted and my mind is so busy. Mm-hmm. And I go, man, I just, I just need a starting point. I need a foothold. But there again, it's still anticipating God's going to meet me here. It's relational. But now, more often than not, I can say at least more often than not, when I read the Bible, I'm, I'm experiencing God. Even if I don't understand it's it. so powerful. You know, I'm reading it, I'm going, that doesn't make sense, but I'm delighting in the Lord. <laughs> and then later I'll go, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's like this was written for me. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. Like, like just the fact that the, those words were written, like, how many thousands, whatever, of, thousands years. of years ago? Yeah. And the world remains the, the same. same. It's alive. It's it's. It's living and breathing. Yeah. It's truly alive. Yeah. It's truly alive. And I think it's important that, because like from hearing your story, like you've, you know, grew up in the risen Christian family. Like you've read the Bible. Yeah. Started, and then it memorized whole books. Memorized the whole books. <laughs> and yeah. it's just so like fascinating. It's interesting that it didn't click until you experienced the relationship to God. Right. And you received the Holy Spirit. Right. So, you know bad dialogue when you see it in a movie, right? It's just flat. And yeah. these characters might as well be reading the script on camera. You just feel it. The words are fine. The, the lighting is fine. Right. The sound is fine. I couldn't care if everything blew up right now and the whole story ended. You know, right. It's like it, it's not alive. Like right. It's not like it's yeah, just, you have no connection with the character. Yes. Yeah. It's lacking subtext. Mm. When there's subtext, oh, yep. even if you have almost the same words, now all of a sudden it's riveting. That's the difference. Yes. That's the difference Man. relationally. Because you have, in, 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 for a relationship for my story, it's now it has context. Mm. I didn't experience God's presence before. And, and I'm not saying that's God's fault by any means. That's, that was my story, my journey. What got me here today was that heart cry recognizing i need to change i cannot change i need christ and just saying well god will you just be with me as i am and he was then everything else changed the behavior followed not the other way around
The key here, what you shared, is you ask, like you seek, you sought, and you ask for help, yeah. and that's humility. Mm. Yeah, and God loves humble people, mm. and and I think <laughs> pride is you know actually a, a such a poison and such um, like pr with pride is kind of block a person from receiving God's grace and God's love. Yeah, because with pride, it's like one person thinks, oh, I know it all. Like, I know. Yeah. Versus like, no, like, I don't know. <laughs> I know zip. <laughs> I know this much. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and admitting that, like, I'm a sinner. Yeah. And admitting that I, I can't do this. Uh, I can't get to heaven by my own work. It's not possible. Right. That's, that's why like, I, I, I need Christ. Yeah. And that's why, like, that story is like that story, the Christ's story, it's, Literally the greatest love story yes. that has ever written that that's, will be remain the greatest love story ever. Yes. And and it also links back to what you shared, like how God it pleases God. Yes. For that. Because of love. Like like that's the amount of love that God and Christ has for us. Yes. It's like like son, I love you so much. Yeah. I'm willing to to, to die for you, mm -hmm. to suffer for you. Mm. And just so I can welcome you home, mm. and I'm gonna celebrate, and we're all gonna celebrate when you yes. come home. Oh right? man, I look forward to that. That hope is the anchor that will get us through every storm. Mm -hmm. There's no hope that's so bold and audacious to say that's right. all of our sufferings are not worth comparing to the glory that is to come. <sighs> Nobody else dares say that. Christ said it. And it's guaranteed to us. And that celebration, bro, it's going to be off the hook. <laughs> It'll be so good. It's going to be so good. And I think it's good to dwell on that. I really do. Mm. There's, uh, it's interesting that for um, another job that I do, I got to interview uh, an organization that helps young boys with... Um, I mean, it's it's a behavior issue, but they understand, even though they're they're not believers, they understand that it's deeper. And and in fact, one of the leaders said to me explicitly, three things these young men need: belonging, purpose, and identity. If they have that, they're changed. Now, their change is more centered around, and I'm not criticizing this, but it just to to share, it's not the Christian faith. It's not the interchange we're talking about. It is they have hope in the community with others who have gone through similar experiences and in that fellowship. Mm. And as long as they have that, then they don't return to their former addictions, whatever they were. Okay. But when belonging, purpose, and identity are found in Christ, now you're not, I mean, we're made for fellowship, so don't get me wrong, but that still isn't the hope that keeps you abiding in Christ. And like C.S. Lewis said, we only learn to, to behave ourselves in his presence. I mean, we're not going to <laughs> not abide, really abide, and uh, get anything else right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting that even people yeah. who don't have this faith recognize we need belonging, purpose, and identity. That's always stayed with me. Belonging, purpose, and identity. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, we're wired for that. Yeah, and only God can give us only the Lord true himself. belonging, yeah. identity, and purpose. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's, I think, kind of to come back to how we started this, yeah. that, that sense of belonging. I am his and he is mine. And man, I could keep going, but I, I will say this. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the movie National Treasure, kind of a cheesy movie. I love it. I, I think it's fun. I watch it almost every year. <laughs> um, there's a scene in which uh, this young boy, it's the protagonist, but it's uh, so, sort of set before the, the story begins, a little backstory. And he's a young boy, I don't know, 10 or something. And he's rummaging around in his grandpa's attic, trying to find some artifact, you know, and it's a stormy night. It's kind of cool. And um, he picks up this old, dusty, leather-bound journal. And he turns around, and his grandpa's there. And he goes, oh, grandpa, you know, lightning flash. And he drops the book. What is this? And so his grandpa tells him the story of their heritage and how they were treasure hunters. And they have this clue of national treasure that's been buried and still hasn't been found. And and the grandson is enthralled, hanging on every word from grandpa. Mm. And he goes, grandpa, are we knights? (laughs) and I just love his heart you know the little boy's heart and grandpa he's smiling almost crying because he's just so uh in such deep connection with his grandson he's no that's not what really this is but he doesn't say that he says do you want to be and he knights him right there and right then the camera pans up to the grandpa from the grandson's perspective Uh and he's looking down I pause the movie he's looking down with delight and I I thought I want that for my father, my mm-hmm. heavenly. That's what I want for my heavenly father. Mm. And that, that is given to me. Yes. Out of grace. Yes. And believing that yep. is where the abiding comes from. Mm. And then the abiding changes the deeper level of I, repentance. Amen. Amen. The avoiding temptation. Amen. Spiritual going gifts. Into, yeah. Going yep. into relationship with more love. Yeah. And the thirst for more and more and more of Jesus. Mm. It's because I know he looks down on me with delight. Yeah. Because he is love. Yeah. Not because of anything I could ever yeah. do. It's the prodigal son. Story of the prodigal son. Yes. And and receiving that inheritance just because, like, not because of the works that he've done. Right. It's because that he came back and he made his fault and his heart yeah. comes back. And the father just delighted that the son comes home. Yeah. It's like put a ring on his finger and right. start a, like a banquet or a celebration. And it's just so that, good. It's like, cause the love just, it just dissolves everything else. That's exactly, that's really well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, powerful. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> the first episode, brother. Oh, thank yeah, you, man. Yeah, it was, it's it's super fun. Yeah, this yeah. has been great. We yeah. didn't even talk about Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Another time, maybe. Another time. <laughs> That's a whole new, uh, another episode, I think. I'm going to need to watch that movie, and we're yes. doing a whole other episode on that. <laughs> oh, man. Great yeah. movie. Great mm-hmm. movie. Oh. So, thank you for having me on, man. It's Absolutely. an honor. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. This is the first episode. I'm really excited for this series, kicking off the way of love and mm. leading more people closer to Christ and closer to God and, and form that connection. And just my hope is my intention, my prayer is to increase um, the faith and hope and love of our listeners. Mm. I'll give a big shout out to Chris Holland and for for generously providing the space for us. It's yeah. so, it's so, it's the story. It's so interesting because I walked into the church one day 
It's on Easter. Yep. Huh? And I was getting coffee and this guy just super friendly just start talking, talking or started talking. And, um, I don't know how the conversation happened. We start talking camera, we geeked out gears <laughs> <laughs> and he's that like, was that. yep, <laughs> it was awesome. And he, in after service, uh, he showed me his podcast studio inside the church. And it was like, it's so cool. Like he had everything set up and, you know, he does like three podcasts or something. Like the dude is a beast. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, yeah, yeah, bro, you can use it whenever you want. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like speechless because I've been thinking about starting this podcast for a bit. And it, it kind of in the back of my mind. Yeah. And, and it, but it's all coming together and praise God. And we're just grateful for how God, you know, like aligned yeah. things like he uh, qualifies the call, the called. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's right. And it's my first podcast and it's the first time doing it. Um, yeah, I'm just relying on the Lord and Amen. having faith in that and just <laughs> have fun. So, yeah. yeah, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you all on the next episode.